going. Good. Nice Penergy jumper. Thank you. Did you like it with my shirts and everything? It was nice. <laughs> I didn't get no Penergy jumper. <laughs> Are you still in Cork, Billy? I am. Oh, I am. Okay. Absolutely lashing rain out here now today. Yeah. First time in a while. It is uh, different now up here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where are you? Rakeel in Limerick. Oh, wow. Jesus. Yeah. It's flooded. It's flood. The city's flooding here. Really? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is mad here now. Well, but it's not enough, to be fair. <laughs> All right, Billy, how are you? Tom here from Three Your Kings. Hi, Tom. How are you? Not too bad. No, not too bad. Um, so, Munster had a very difficult start to the season. Um, over the last, well, I'd say, but initially, um, a lot of people put it down to training, a change in what they were doing. Um, like what? How different? How difficult is it? I suppose to is it to make a change like that from one system to the other? I think people have an idea that it's a bit like changing settings at a computer game. How difficult is it in real life, though? It's so difficult. Um, you know, I I had six different head coaches over my time with Monster, and that would have included, say. Johan van Grand changing from Felix and Flat uh, um, to uh, Steve Larkham um, and J- JP. So that was almost like a new coaching setup. So you could nearly put it at seven. And <clears throat> when when the change happened last year or at the start of the season, I did think, you know, it'll take 12 to 18 months for Munster to get to where they need to get to or where they want to get to. Um, I remember Dennis Lee, we've been interviewed and saying, you know, January, February, maybe I was kind of thinking a bit optimistic because it is like, it's like throwing out everything you have done, a lot of what you've done and, and starting afresh. And, you know, there's the old adage, you, you, you play the way you train and Munster have changed how they've trained. And that has taken a long time to get to the standard and the level of intensity that they needed to get to, to see the difference on the pitch. And I must say, I'm I'm really impressed by how quickly they've managed to get to the level that they're now playing with. Um, they're a totally different team to what they were 12 months ago. And it's a testament to the, to the coaches, the players and, and, and the strength and conditioning side team. Because, you know, it's there's been no uh, secret made that, you know, Munster's training sessions are a lot more intense now. And... I was kind of thinking about this and I was actually asking Alex about it yesterday, Alex Canella, and I was saying, you know, I remember our sessions weren't intense as well, but I think what's different is that it's rather than an intense block, you know, then a bit of chatting about the intense block that happened and another intense block, it's just going one intense block straight into another, into another, into another. You guys talk about how, you know, the training session on Tuesday was harder than the match they just played and that says a lot. So, it's a hell of a lot more than, you know, changing the settings on a computer or your phone. It's rewiring your body physically um, to be able to execute the game plan while also learning new skills. How the lads are pulling those sweet passes back, you know, with such accuracy and very differently to how, say, Steve Larkin was teaching you how to do it. And there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just you're changing your body, the skill set, and also your mentality, your mentality how you're going to run the ball from your own line as opposed to just always kick to the halfway line. It's a total different mentality and that takes time. Yeah, no, it it, it seemed that way. Like it, it, it was taking a while for everything to bid in because like even stuff like the, what rocks to hit 
and you know where where your positioning is, is is was all part of it, I suppose. Now, when you look at the, I suppose the South Africa A game, you were in to, uh, Porky Cree for that one. I wasn't. I was. I was uh, lucky enough to watch it with my father in his hospital room. Oh. Um, so I, but I loved it. You know that that was a turning point. I think for Munster this season, I think they really, you know, that first try in the corner, Shane Daly's try in the corner, um, and I think Antoine Frisch, if I'm pronouncing his yeah. name correctly, has been a revelation in terms of that skill set um, and that probably sense of you know freedom and you know that really did kick them off I think that energy that day from the crowd something different um, with also Munster playing with such freedom against an international side I think that was a real kind of line in the sand and I don't think they've moved they've looked back from that I think they've really kicked on um, in their game and it's been fantastic and it's great to see you know I was out in the, at the Scarlet's game the other weekend and it was a, I'm sure Dennis Leamy wasn't too happy after the game but uh, me sitting in the crowd with a point of Guinness I loved it you know 13 <laughs> tries but Munster's attack has been fantastic you've young fellas who are really taking their opportunity and have been provided with the opportunity and are taking their opportunity sometimes through injury sometimes through performance and you know you look at Ireland you look at Leinster over the years when teams are going well is when there's real genuine um, competition for places not just look we play this guy this week and then that's oh, the big game now we, we won't we, we go back to what we know you know Ireland have done that Munster are doing it Leinster have done it and it's it's the only way you can really provide or, 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 or kind of move forward I think um, a few I think it was a, few, a year a year or so ago maybe I heard you on I think you were on uh, Baz and Andy's podcast, Potholes and Penguins. I think you were. Yes. And you mentioned. Oh, about, sorry, I've never been on. I've never been on their one. Have you not? But anyway, maybe. Jeez, go on anyway. I, I, sorry. I think you were. I don't know. But anyway, you you were. I think. Well, it was definitely you. Anyway, you were mentioning about R. G. Snayman having trained with him, and that had he been fit over the previous two years, that Munster probably would have won at least one trophy. Um, how? What? Like, what type of guy when you were there training with him? Was RG Snaman and, and and what type of impact do you feel he'll have going forward now after coming back in that Scarlets game? So, in my opinion, I've always felt for Munster to be where they need to be. You know, at the top table in Europe, you need you need to get a good group of local lads who are talented and are fit and are playing as well as they can with a few guys from, you know, you, you've got the likes of Andrew Conway and the lads who come across from Dublin and, you know, are probably as monstrized as anyone else. With a sprinkling of star, stardust from abroad, you know, you need that. Leinster have had it over the years with your Rocky Elsoms and different guys who've come in. Munster had it with Trevor Halstead and different guys, you Dougie Howlett over the years. And what those individuals bring is, is a, a different genetic profile. You're told you're talking about a totally different animal, a totally different beast, particularly in RG's situation. You're talking about a guy who's won a World Cup. You're talking about mentality and the confidence that they have and they'll bring to the group. And you know those two things are they're they're invaluable. It's that sprinkling of stardust, and RG has that. He he is, you know, for a man who's so big, he's so athletic and. You know he's so powerful, and he's been put through the ringer like 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 not many people have been put through. And for him to stick at it, 
and to still be in Limerick and still be in Munster is a testament to Munster's loyalty to him. It's been very easy for Munster to have let him go after two years. It's also a testament to his loyalty to Munster. He could have gone off to Japan and earned more money or gone back to South Africa. So I know that the, everybody has always been very fond of Orgy and you could just see, like, Orgy doesn't even live in Cork and the place was erupting on, on Friday night with him coming onto the pitch. Um, so there's a great affinity there and he's going to be so good for Munster going forward. And I do believe that he will help Munster achieve their potential and things may have been different if he played in the, in you know over the over the previous two years but look that that's life and uh, finally for me uh the Munster senior cup um do you, I, i've been watching a lot of it over the last two years the levels seem to have gone up incrementally um yeah. what's your own opinion looking at the uh, at the, the likes of you know praise like cbc the final coming up have you been keeping an eye on those games and and how important is it for a strong kind of school senior cup to lead guys into the academy a bit like alex kendellen uh last year yeah, so like you look at Alex, Alex went from playing a, a semi-final in the Munster Senior Cup to his next game being an A game and his game after being a professional game against the Scarlets in Thorne Park. Like that's the gulf between school senior cup rugby and professional rugby has has, has diminished enormously in, in certainly in, in Munster and Leinster. Um, it is... Guys are so well conditioned. Their skill levels are fantastic. You look at the, you look at that Prez Munchens game semi final. It was a fantastic game of rugby. You look at the, the Christians game. Um, you know, you've you the drawn game where you kind of think they're on the back foot here going into a replay, and they showed the mental fortitude to, to to reverse that momentum and and um, and win the replay. The skill level has been enormous. I think they're really well coached. They're they're um, you know, both sides are, are well coached. They've got good skill level. They're really well conditioned. And it's this, like when, when Munster, I, I talked about when Munster rugby are going well, you have that local talent. And that has come from schools and club rugby. You know, you look at guys who win. When you're put, the, the lads playing next Tuesday, they're playing in front of a couple of thousand people in a cup final. It's a different, it's a different sort of game. You know, you're talking about a cup final. There are different sorts of. It's a different rugby, but to have the ability to play with a skill level and execute under that pressure at that age, you know, gems are made from that. And you know, then they go on and play a bit of club rugby. That whole set of to get to club rugby and up to Munster is is critical. It's what. It's what I think. That and a few spring, a few uh, international guys from abroad is what Munster needs and and have used well over the years. Super, thanks a million, Billy. Hi, Billy. Hi, Rory. And just to touch back on Munster there, so it all, it appears like they've turned a bit of a corner, five consecutive league wins. And um, I'm just wondering who you feel have been the standout performers um, in the recent turn of form. <laughs> Uh, that's a tough question. Um, that is a really tough question. Uh, it's like, you know, it's easy to say, like to pick out the likes of a Jack Crowley or an Anton Frisch, um, like Joey Carberry has stepped up now to, to, to where he needs to be for Munster, uh, has been fantastic. You look at Shane Daly and Calvin Nash, they've both stepped in for 
for what you would call, you know, Keith Earls and Andrew Conway's positions, and they've been they've been fantastic. Shane Daly, thought of two Shane Daly's on the pitch last Friday night. He was everywhere. Uh, I thought he was fantastic. Calvin Ashton is 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 playing out of his skin. Like I think Paddy Patterson has been fantastic. You look at the pack, you know, John Hodnett. Like what what do you need to say about John Hodnett? He's been a revelation. He he's kind of epitomised everything for me probably in what what has gone well for Munster in the last year. He's he's playing with incredible intensity and power, but lasting the full eighty minutes um, while showing that skill level and having an ability to do it week in week out. So. You know, uh, uh, like you go into the front row, the second rows. You know, I think Finian Witchley came back from a long layoff, and it's like he hasn't been injured, so he's come back in at that level, which is a challenge to do. So, all right, Alex, uh, Tom here. Hi, how are you? Hi, Tom. How are you? Not too bad, no at all. Uh, I wanted to, when I saw this was up, this uh, this interview, I kind of wanted to kind of ask you a few things, like just about last season. You know, coming into the academy in you know first year academy and playing as many big games as you did like I was up at the Aviva at the, the, the Toulouse game last year what was that like for you coming in last season to play as much rugby as you did and to kind of take part in such a, a massive game such as that um, yeah massively enjoyable um, I thought yeah probably didn't really expect to see myself in that in that light but as soon as I got into Munster I just wanted to kick on um, and I think the coaches still trusted me last season to to put me into those big games, um, but no, massively enjoyed those those games. I think a few a few big ones under my belt now, and I, just, I think the next the next step for me is to keep on keep on getting those and um, try and win trophies for Munster. I think is the next the next step for me. Mm. And and this year now it seems that you're uh, when I've seen you over the last couple of weeks, you've come in come in off the bench, real aggression, uh, kind of a low low kind of chop tackle focus in, in some of your work. Is that something that you've been specifically working on doing, or was that always yeah, kind of uh, massively, massively intent to to work really closely with Dennis Leamy, um, who's really opened my eyes to defensive side, defensive side of rugby, and um, yeah, working with him has, has been amazing. And what, what he's what he's done as a, a player and a coach, even now, um, it's it's nice working with someone who's kind of been in the same position and is. He's really guiding me in that in that aspect of the game, and yeah, it's, it's something I'm trying to bring into my game. That that load shot. Yeah, and uh, the one man clean stuff like that, like the, that's all visible this season. Um, what has it been like with the, I suppose, the change in style that's been there, um, for Munster this year? How have you adapted to that, and was it something that you noticed straight away when you started back in the summer? Um, yeah, it's, it's it's picked up pace definitely. Um, I think you can see that the way we're trying to play. Um, it's training's fast. It's it's very it's very enjoyable to train train like that. We're not we're not out the pitch for that long, but when we're there, we're we're working extremely hard. Um, and I think it's starting to show. Probably didn't show in the, the early parts of the season, but I think that's that's normal with the transition period and stuff like that. But really enjoying my rugby now at the moment and it's training is it's tough but it's it's, it's very enjoyable and uh you've kind of like you're kind of rounding out your game i was mentioning earlier about the defensive side of it but line outside of the ball as well um like is that something that you like is in to be kind of a complete kind of back row because you see some guys they focus more on one thing more, more than the other you seem very rounded is, is that deliberate yeah i want to 
about six, seven or eight. Uh, Prior to that. So um, it's just adding as much as possible um, is, is the main thing for me. Um, and if that's line jumping, if it's tackling, it's attack, it's, it's trying to put all those things together and, and be the best rounded player as possible. Um, I think the last time I spoke to you was before the South Africa A game with Marky Cueva at Munster Presser. Um, mm-hmm. What was that like on field for that in Cork? Um, in what was that like? I think, yeah, it's, it's one of the most special games I've played in. Um, so close to home, I live two seconds away from Turkey Cueva, so it's it's probably something I've never even dreamt of of doing. Um, it's playing down there, but it's, it's something we all we all talk about still in Munster. It's it's one of the most special days I've had it as a rugby player. Um, it's going to be hard to top a top a night like that. I think. Yeah. What was the atmosphere? palpable on field because where I was you could feel it 100% in the, in the press area what about on field like was that something that you massively. felt there yeah massively um, no, I couldn't get over the, the atmosphere and I think there was, a, there was a bit during the week maybe the pitch would be a bit far away being on a gap pitch or something but no it, it was electric probably up there with that Toulouse game um, atmosphere wise it, it, it was it was meant it was really enjoyable um, and I suppose as a group, I wanted to ask you this as well. What's it like walking out to zombie? Um, yeah, it's, it's it's something that has become since that day in Toulouse, I suppose. Um, I think it's pretty special. Um, it's it's become kind of like the the anthem now. It's it's pretty um, it's pretty cool walking out to it. To be honest. Um, look, it's it's yeah, it gets us pumped up before the game. So yeah, it's, no, it's, it's it good does. To have that. Say it does. Um, with the, um, I, I suppose the 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 Pinergy, the the schools cup coming up. Um, yeah. How did you feel playing with praise? Because like, as in, you know, you could tell, you know, because I I remember watching you when you were playing at praise. You could tell, like, he's just a, a player here. How did you feel that prepared you for heading into the academy as quickly as you did, and then heading into to pro rugby? Like, it seems that the the quality of the Munster Schools Cup has really increased over the last few years. Yeah, hundred percent. You can see the the players coming out of uh, the schools cup um, the last couple of years. There's been players like Shane Daly, uh, Alvin Ash, all these players who are homegrown players. So it's, it's good to see that uh, how the standard of the, the Munster Senior Cup is so high. Um, I think it prepped me very well. I have very good coaches and Preds, like Sir Gerberk, who's still there with Keen Bohan and stuff. Who Keen Bohan been through the professional setup, so it's. The coaches is nearly professional down there as well, so it's it's um yeah definitely got me prepped ready to go into the academy and no I really enjoyed my time in Paris. Super, thanks a million, Alex. No problem. Thank you. Hi, Alex. How you doing, Rory Fleming Great. here? And just you're speaking there about um facing the Springbok A side back um, in November, and obviously you're going to be facing more South African opposition in a few weeks. Um, in the Champions Cup and um, I was just wondering on your, your thoughts of the challenge facing the Sharks away yeah massive challenge uh, probably a new challenge we, we, we haven't really um, it's obviously new going down to South Africa for, for a Champions Cup game so it's going to be it's going to be a massive test it's it's a I think it's a one week travel so we, we travel on Tuesday or Wednesday I think going over into that heat it's, it's going to be tough but look it's a one that we're, we're really looking forward to, and it's been in the, it's been in the back of all our heads since um, since the draws come out. And yeah, look, we're really looking forward to it. Um, it's an exciting and it's, a, it's an exciting challenge. And um, you're obviously 
uh, used to playing South African sides now since they've come into the league. Um, how do you think they've added to the league? Do you think they've improved it or it's it's a lot more competitive anyway? That's for sure. Um, place to go down in South Africa. Um, played the Bulls and Lions um, down in South Africa last year, and it's 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 a very tough place to go uh, with altitude and that kind of stuff. So it's yeah, it's. It's tough, but it's good. I think it's good for the league as well, um, having that competitive edge and, and those teams coming into it and, and making it a, a better league for the better, I think. And um, just on yourself personally, um, you obviously missed out on the Emerging Ireland um, tour earlier on the season. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering how you how you kind of dealt with that yourself. This yeah, it obviously, yeah, it was obviously tough. Um, you saw their success down in, in South Africa and it's... Um, it's obviously something I would have loved to, to be a part of. Um, kind of got over quick enough. I, I knew how serious the the concussions and stuff, the protocols for that. So I kind of um, took that one on the chin and I, I just kind of put the head down and tried to tried to get the rehab and stuff into me. Um, but yeah, look, it was it's obviously tough when you, you're seeing them all succeed down there. But I'm hoping something else will, uh, hoping, hoping that uh, I can go further soon enough. And um, like a lot of people would probably say that back row is the most competitive position both in Munster and Ireland. And um, yeah. how do you think you can try and make yourself stand out from the crowd? Um, yeah, I think it's just working working closely with the coaches I have in Munster. They're they're very experienced, and obviously being in a winning team can help that. Um, and yeah, just putting the head down and and really focusing on my game and bringing as much bringing as much. Um, Adding to my abilities, like chatting to the last guy there about my chops and stuff like that, adding that to adding that to my armor, I suppose. And um, just off the back of being part of a winning team, you're obviously um, you've won five games in a row, averaging forty points. And um, like, what do you put that turn and form down to? Yeah, I think it's the way we're training. It's it's a complete change from last year. Um, as I said before, it's I think the first couple of months with the new coaches was a small bit of a transition period, and we, we knew we'd come out the back because we're training so hard and we're um, really all put our heads down and we're we're um, getting the work done, and we knew we were going to come out the other side of it. And it's, it's nice to, to have it so early on in the season. And obviously, there the the tough start to the season where he's lost. Um, I think it was five of the opening seven. I think, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you. Can you pinpoint a certain moment where you or you know the group of players felt like we're turning a corner here? Um, probably not a certain moment, but I think that that South Africa game was kind of a, a good switch. wasn't wasn't necessarily played for anything uh, in particular, but it was good to get away from both competitions. And I think we were allowed to express ourselves a lot in that game. And I think I think that was kind of the turning point in our season at the moment. And uh, I'll just quickly ask you about your thoughts on the Ireland match this weekend. Uh, how do you see that going? Ah, uh, yeah, they're going great at the moment. Um, I think I think they'll they'll win it. To be honest, uh, can't see any team touching Ireland at the moment. Perfect. Thanks very much. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Cheers, Ron. Cheers.